Welcome to Beyond the Field, a property and finance series powered by Money Empire. The content you're about to hear is designed to educate and inspire you to tick off your property and finance goals. And when we say beyond the field, we mean your field, whatever that may be. Money Empire is an experienced financial advisory firm with over 10 years experience. We deal in this world day in, day out and want to give you, the loyal listener, exclusive access to behind the scenes of the property and finance industry. We've helped thousands of clients with their financial journeys, everything from first home buyers right through to managing clients with extensive property portfolios from New Zealand and abroad. Each week, BTF includes special guest episodes. We chat with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, sports stars, and the stories of everyday people. Now it is your turn to take back control of your future. So kick back and absorb. My name's Kane Wallstrom. I'm Goran Lonka. I'm Ethan Asiwa. Today we're going to talk about first home buyers and are they better off to buy their first home as an investment property? Goran. I think this is a really, really good topic and somewhat of a double-edged sword because there are advantages and disadvantages of um, these two options. So first of all, if you're in Auckland, obviously it is, it is, it is a bit of a struggle and if you're a first home buyer or wanting to buy a house that you are going to occupy, because of the house prices, right? So, um, and more so, if you are looking to buy a house to live in, you will need to use your KiwiSaver, okay? Which we know in this day and age makes up a lot of person's deposit. So if you're looking to buy a house that you're gonna move into and live in yourself, you can access your KiwiSaver as part of your deposit or all of your deposit, depending on what you have. But if you're buying it as an investment, you can't use KiwiSaver, is that correct? That's 100% correct, yeah. And Issa, because of um, the LVR or loan-to-value rule changes now that have been implemented, what do they currently sit at? Yeah, look, this was, you know, as of last week, um, the LVR rule changes. You want to buy an owner-occupied home to live in, you can get away with a 20% deposit. Um, But if you want to buy an investment property now, the LVR rule changes back to 70%, so you will need a 30% deposit to buy an investment property. Okay, so then it comes down to an individual situation, right? Whereas if they're looking to buy a house as an investment and they're currently renting, it kind of makes... An offset, right? You're it not does. really getting a kid and, and someone else is renting your house. But if your circumstances are where you're potentially not having to pay rent, where you're currently living, and you're buying an investment property and someone's paying your mortgage for it being rented, there becomes an opportunity there. 100%. I think I think the basic question here is, should be, if you can't get into the market for a house you want to buy to live in, would it be wise to buy an investment property outside of the scope where you live? Yeah. And... It is my opinion that yes, you should. Um, the downside is if you are relying on KiwiSaver and you don't use that, which you can't for an investment, you won't be able to use it again, more than likely. Okay. But like we always say, if you've got the means to get onto the market, do so. Start paying down debt, create equity, and like we know statistically over time, um, the capital gains will do their thing and um, that will actually create the deposit for your next So time. what Goran's saying, Issa, is that if your deposit is not great enough to buy in the area that you live in, but you have enough deposit to go buy an investment property in another area or region, get onto the ladder as fast as you can, create capital gains for an asset, and create equity through paying down debt, 
that will then help you get into your home faster than just saving money in the bank? Absolutely. It's it's the same story every single time we hear around people around getting on the property ladder quicker and earlier. And whenever you ask people that are on the property ladder, they always say, I wish I did it earlier. So it's about just getting in the market somehow and making your funds and your financial situation work for you. So what I am saying or what I'm hearing from this, Goran, is that um, not one fights, not one size fits all. Got to look at all options uh, and put all cards on the table. Hundred percent. But for all the listeners out there, I would highly encourage you to get advice because not everyone will be stuck on the twenty percent deposit for owner occupieds and thirty percent for investment properties because we do know those are the minimum criteria. But banks do allow and have a small percentage of their whole portfolio that they make available for people who don't actually have the 20 or 30% deposit. Now for investment properties, there is a way around the 30% and that's for new build properties in terms of if it's a new build property, you can buy an investment with 20%. Okay, so advice, advice, advice uh, and just look at every way possible to, um, to get in. 100%. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on this episode and hundreds more, you can visit us at Beyond the Field Podcast on all social platforms. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Now it's your turn to take control and build your empire beyond your field.